Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Chattanooga football is currently ranked ninth in the FCS, and we're visiting with Mox football this week. Middle linebacker Christian Snyder joins us along with quarterback Drayton Arnold. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to Mox on the Mic wherever you download your podcast from, and make sure you tell a friend about us. The Mox face Mercer Saturday in Finley Stadium in front of a home crowd limited to just 5,000. If you can't be there, no worries. You can watch on ESPN Plus or you can listen on the Mox Sports Network. Here's our conversation with Mox starting quarterback, Drayton Arnold. You ever hear you look like the guy from the weekend? <laughs> I've heard that a few times, yeah. <laughs> so what's it like being the quarterback for the number nine team in the country? Um, it's awesome. It, it, it feels good to be uh, to be ranked. Obviously, it's a big opportunity for us, and uh, we don't take it lightly here. I think we worked our tails off for it, and uh, you know it feels good. It feels good. We got to continue to get better, continue to improve, and obviously we got Mercer this week, so we're just going to focus on them and, and try to go one and zero this week. What is the who is this offense? Let's start with that because the a limb's not here. Uh, you don't have Chris James. The the uh, you know, Bryce Nunley's gone, so some of the names are a little bit different. Who is this offense? What is this offense? Right yeah, now? I mean, I think uh, to answer that question, it starts up front. So it starts with our offensive line. It starts with Harrison Moon, McClendon Curtis, Cole Strains, uh, Kyle Muskelly, and Colin Truitt. Uh, those guys establish whole offense. They allow us to do anything uh, passing the ball-wise we want to do and running the ball. Uh, I think outside it starts with guys like Connor McKinnon, uh, Reggie Henderson, Andrew Manning, Ty Arnett, Ty Summers. Um, all those guys are, again, really talented guys. And obviously, over the past few weeks, they've made a lot of plays for us. Um, and then running back-wise, you got Geno Appleberry and then Ty Tyrell Price, who has played here for, I think, quite a few years. So we got a lot of talented guys. Um, and as you mentioned, those few guys are, are out for us right now. One tens out, Alim Ford, and, and then Chris James, and then Bryce transferred. So uh, we still got guys that can make plays and, and help us win football games. So that's big makes you feel good when you come to the line of scrimmage and you know those five guys are in front of you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can I can sit back there as comfortable and as calm as I, as I, as I need to. So, yeah, makes me feel good. Let's talk a little bit about your journey here because you grew up in Myrtle Beach, right? Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. start there. What would you, you know, that's where I vacation. That's, yeah. Tell me about growing up in Myrtle Beach. Uh, growing up in Myrtle Beach was definitely a blessing. I think, um, you know, I, looking back, I kind of take it for granted because I used to go – you know, during the summer, I used to go to the beach every single day, right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed growing up there. I went to Myrtle Beach High School, played there, won a state championship there. And um, uh, it's a real opportunity of, you know, being from Myrtle Beach and, and have gone and played at, at Myrtle Beach High School. It's a big uh, South Carolina State football powerhouse now and has always kind of been that way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty cool growing up from Myrtle Beach, yeah. And then you end up at Old Dominion, right? Mm -hmm. What yeah. was the recruiting process like? from Myrtle Beach High School to Old Dominion for you? Um, it was probably a little bit tougher because I'm a shorter quarterback, um, and it's a little bit harder to get kind of recruited the way you uh, want want to when you're a little, when you're a little bit shorter. Um, you know, but I ended up at Old Dominion, Got a, had a few offers out of high school. I think I had four or five offers out of high school, and I chose Old Dominion. Um, great, great decision for me. Uh, didn't turn out the way I wanted to, but uh, it led me here. Um, so I'm just excited that, that it's led me here. Do you – try to take notes from what some other quarterbacks of your size do you do you watch a lot of Drew Brees and some guys that aren't 
Yeah, I watch. I watch. Uh, really, the only guys I do watch are those guys. Um, I watch watch a lot of uh, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, uh, Drew Brees, uh, Baker Mayfield. So the shorter guys try to try to copy them a little bit. Definitely, yeah. What part of your game do you feel like you've you've tried to take from from those guys? Mm, probably Russell Wilson. His his escapability. I think his leadership is big. Really, anything Russell Wilson does is, is pretty amazing. Um, his accuracy is big. Um, his leadership off the field is big. Just you know, kind of the positive mindset he takes to every single practice, every single game, every single day, um, is something that that I really do look up to. Um, I think Kyler Murray's confidence and his ability to kind of have all those arm angles and still make throws, being as as quick as he is, as athletic as he is, he can still make those throws. Um, Baker Mayfield's ability to handle adversity. Just all those guys. All those guys have qualities um, that you know I aspire to have one day, and I'm continue to improve and hopefully have those things. So. Russell Wilson going to stay in Seattle? What do you think? <laughs> we'll see. I hope so. I think uh, I know the Bears tried to try to get after him a little bit and, and try to trade for him, but I don't know. I, I think he's going to stay in Seattle at least at least one more year. Old Dominion to Chattanooga. Now, what was your was there a relationship here with with someone that you had that when you decided you wanted a uh, a change of scenery? Mm -hmm. Where did Chattanooga come into the equation? Yeah, so one of the um, one of the former coaches here coached at Old Dominion, and uh, he hit me up right away. And then uh, Joe Pizzo, Coach Pizzo, our current officer coordinator, recruited me some out of high school. Um, and I remember him recruiting me a little bit, uh, so I knew who he was. And, um, you know, after I kind of figured, I, I knew with the former coach how he was, and I knew Coach Pizzo, I knew of him. Um, so I felt pretty comfortable making that decision and, and coming to chat and playing ball. No regrets? No, nope, none at all. None at all. How tough is it, or is it tough, when you're when you're five eleven, and you've got an offensive line in front of you? Is it as tough to see downfield as people make it out to be, or have you found that's something that's way over? Because you got a bunch of six four, six five guys in front of you. Mm -hmm. Is it difficult to see downfield, or is that talk about a quarterback overrated? Um, I would think it's a little overrated. I think more than anything. You have to find lanes to kind of throw in, right? Because um, in pass pro, you know, guys kind of tend to separate. Those, those six four, six five guys tend to separate. Um, so you know, lanes are, are opened up and created. Um, now there's some throws, I think, some downfield throws where you have to maybe anticipate a ball, and uh, you maybe see the back of a guy's head, and then he kind of turns and he just kind of vanishes, right? But uh, you know, those those throws you got to anticipate, and you got to see, and you, you got to practice. So, how excited are you guys? for what's happening right now? I mean, for all the stuff that has gone on to get to this point and, and how strange I know that it, it might be to play football in the spring, but mm -hmm. yet you're the number nine team in the country and you're undefeated in conference play. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. I think um, I don't think anybody's surprised by it, though. I think we worked our butts off for, uh, you know, let's say a year. Um, so I don't think anybody's surprised by it at all. It's just a matter of us going out and doing it. Um, and I think for the most part, as a team, we have done that. So I think it's, you know, a little humbling to be here. I, I think it's very anticipated, uh, but it's not, you know, not a surprise to any of us at all. Was it strange for you guys to go out against Wofford for that first game? Um, <laughs> it did feel a little weird at first. It didn't felt almost like a scrimmage, to be honest with you. Um, but, no, I mean, after, after you know, that first snap, it, was, it felt like a game. Um, so, it, yeah, to answer your question, it was a little weird at first um, because, you know, it is a spring and usually games aren't played in the spring. But um, you kind of go with the punches, and, you know, we prepared really well. 
um, and we were ready to play. So, yeah, it was exciting. Once the ball gets kicked off, at that point, it's just football, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Tell us a little bit about Mercer. What do you know? What have you seen? I mean, it's early in the week now as we record this, but what have you seen from them on film? Give us a little scouting report I mean, for talented. what they like they're to do. They're a talented group. Uh, they're experienced. They know what they're doing. They're coached well. I, knew, I know they got a new uh, coaching staff, and we're going to go out and uh, play well. we got to go out and play well, execute, and hopefully move the ball down the field and score the ball. Um, but, you know, we don't take t- any team lightly. They're, they're a talented football team. They know what they're doing, and we're going to go out there and play, play our best. Do you set personal goals? Uh, I do, yeah. I do. But d- tell me, what's your goals? Uh, probably this game, take care of the football, number one. <laughs> take care of the football. Um, probably score uh, about two to three touchdown passes would, would be good. I think to have a, a game where, you know, we move the ball and kind of on offense play a complete game, right? So we're able to run the ball well and throw the ball well, I think would be good for us. So to do that. Tell me about this receiver group that you're throwing to. Um, is there any ball that Reggie Henderson can't catch? <laughs> no, probably, probably not. He catches about anything I'll throw his way. Anything any quarterback really throws his way, he'll find a way to, to come down with the ball. And, uh, you know, to have a guy out there to be able to depend on like that is big. I think, you know, Kenora McKinnon is the same way. Um, Andrew Manning, guys in the slot, Ty Summers, Ty Arnett, all those guys are, are really ball hawks. They, they find a way to catch the ball. And, um, you know, I think it's it, it goes back to the coaching, um, kind of the attitude and the energy that we bring to practice every day kind of establishes that, that, you know, no matter where the ball's placed or how it's thrown, if it's on time, if it's not, if it's accurate or it's not, you know, like those receivers are going to find a way to come down with the ball. So. Drayton, have a great game on Saturday. We'll look forward to doing this again. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Thank you, man. Christian Snyder is the backup middle linebacker for the Mocs who's steadily seeing his time on the field increase. Christian Snyder is our mock on the mic. Let's talk about Spring Hill, Tennessee for a minute. Sounds good to me. Now, is that – is it Nissans that are built in Spring Hill? Um, I, I feel like it's GM, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. I think the GM plant is yeah. in Yeah, uh, I knew there was Spring a big – I knew there was a big uh, – I, I knew they built some car in Spring Hill, Tennessee. I just couldn't remember which one. Yes, sir. Uh, they, they do the GM plant right, uh, right like, Spring Columbia side of Spring Hill. Now, you went to Summit High School, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, that is a relatively new school that I'm sure has to do with the fact that the mid-state of Tennessee has just exploded from a, a population standpoint. Now, were you originally from there? Have, did you grow up there? So, I uh, actually lived in uh, Rocky Hill, Connecticut for a little bit and um, when I was younger and then I think around and then I moved back and forth from Rocky Hill to Spring Hill back to Rocky Hill and then back to Spring Hill again um, and then uh, yeah so and then basically for most for all of high school I was basically in, in uh, Spring Hill Tennessee at Summit so did you enjoy it was it a good, good experience I definitely did it was a, it was a great experience I, I met a lot of um, a lot of really good people that I uh, still keep up with today and um yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you can't really change anything in the past, but I think uh, I think the people that I, the friendships that I made in high school, uh, definitely a couple of them really stuck stuck around. How did you find your way to Chattanooga? Um, well, uh, so my so my girlfriend, uh, Aha. Emily Szymanski, so she she plays she does play soccer here, and um, I didn't really I didn't have a home, didn't have anywhere to go. I you know zero offers coming out, and. Um, just me thinking about it realistically, I think that chat 
could potentially be a really good program for me to be a part of. Um, you know, it's far enough away from home, and uh, you know, I found found my way here. You know, walked on, and uh, here I am. So, how much do you know about soccer? Uh, I know I know a decent amount. I know enough about uh, about her position in particular, but um, you know, I I know enough to you know talk my way around it. But <laughs> other than that, I de- I definitely can't play it. I'll hey, they're having that. a good year. They they are. They I think they only have uh their two one and one yeah. right now. Yeah. So they're two one and one, and um yeah they're playing really well. I think that right now they're tied for fourth with Walford right now, if I'm not mistaken. Or yeah. they might solely be in fourth at this point. But uh yeah they're doing really good. I think it's one of the best starts they've had. Uh, in the history of the program, if I'm not mistaken. Now, are you able to get out and, and watch her compete some? Yeah, so I definitely am. So uh, Fridays, um, right before we start our you know game day or pre-game day stuff, um, I get to you know go watch her. And then Sundays, she also plays, and um, I can watch her that whole day because that's uh, our off day. So, and it, look, you're a great story only because you're a guy that has come here and waited your turn put in the work and climbed your way up to, you know, being in that rotation of guys playing at, at linebacker. Uh, one, I know that's got to be satisfying. It's got to be gratifying to actually, you know, get the playing time now that, that you're starting to get. But how tough has that journey been to be patient? Um, you know, I always, uh, in my head, and I'm definitely, you know, I definitely think that it is. It has been a tough journey, you know. Everything that I've, you know, gone through. But at the same time, I've always, uh, always feel like I've had a mentality that, you know, it could always be worse. You know, I could always be in a much worse position than I am right now. I, uh, there could always be something, you know, going wrong, in some other, you know, area of my life. And I just feel like, you know, even though it it was difficult, there's a lot harder things, you know, out there in the world. And uh, I'm blessed to blessed to even have the opportunity to do it. You seem like a happy guy, but that group of linebackers, you guys are a nasty bunch come Saturday. De- definitely are. Um, you know, Cam, Ty, Justin, I think, uh, you know, they're all just, you know, we all really know what we're doing at this point, I think. You know, even though, you know, it comes with mistakes on the in the games and practice, um, we just know what we're doing. And I think that, you know, just the mere fact that, you know, we can continue to you know, make the plays and, you know, make the right reads. Um, I think that's, you know, really what uh, what it boils down to. And then, you know, that comes with the, comes with the you know, being happy, being, you know, being, um, being great on the field. You know, you're the Mike linebacker. Take me through what are you looking at when the offense lines up? What are, what are you looking at? What are you identifying? What calls are you making pre-snap? Um, so, uh, obviously, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, – I, you know, first start off just looking at the formation, you know, looking at, you know, what kind of wide receivers, the, you know, the backfield, um, and then, you know, you line accordingly, right? So, you know, that's really the first step is just making sure you identify the formation. And then after that, you need to also understand, you know, what your key is, you know, is your key, you know, looking at the quarterback, looking at, um, looking at the, uh, any kind of pullers, any kind of tight end off, or, you know, do you have to, you know, uh, look look outwards for you know wide receivers so you just need to make sure that you know in your head you know everything that's going on um, in the formations and then even after that if a, if a motion happens or anything occurs you also need to adjust accordingly just based off that so you know there's a lot of things that are definitely uh, going on in your head so um, yeah what's your response now are you responsible for making sure everybody else gets lined up correctly um 
Uh, so, somewhat. So obviously everybody needs to uh, originally know what they're doing, but sometimes you do need to um, you know, make sure that other people are aligned correctly uh, with the calls that you are calling. That kind of helps when you've got a bunch of guys that have played as much as you guys have played, right? Most definitely. So, you know, the mere fact that, you know, we've now been running this defense for two seasons now, um, that's really when, you know, things start clicking. When you can run a defense um, or the offense, too, um, multiple times, you know, multiple times um, – over the past couple of years, that's when you know things really start to click and things really start to cement in your head, rather than it being okay. This is something that I learned, you know, two weeks ago or this week. I've been excited about this defense since the 2019 season ended because so much was coming back. The development stuff that was going on with guys like you, I've said repeatedly, this has a chance to be a salty, nasty, get after you, shut down defense, and you guys have played that way. Um, Tell me, what's it like being in that, being in those meeting rooms and on the practice field with that group? Is it because it feels like it's a kind of the rising tide lifts all boats? So when you've got guys like Devon Shade, like Ty, um, like Dowdell, that are fantastic players, kind of elevates everybody else around them, doesn't it? Most definitely. So obviously. You know, when one player, you know, starts playing really well, it makes it that much easier for the next player to, you know, play better. So, you know, like you said, um, you know, just it's a chain reaction with everybody. Everybody starts to play better. You know, you your position starts to become just a little bit easier, a little bit more, um, a little bit more clear for any kind of reads that you need to make. And I think, you know, like you said, you know, the rising tide lifts all boats. It, uh, you know, everybody's play becomes that much better just because, you know, you gotta you got to make the play for, you know, your, your uh, brother next to you. We talked with Drayton a minute ago, and I asked him about how different it was stepping out there against Wofford. Um, kind of felt like football weather, but it again, it's it's in the spring. Was at, at the end of the day, and he agreed with me that at the end of the day, the ball is snapped and and it it becomes football at that point. Was the lead-up to it as strange for you as I feel like? Certainly that it was for me and those of us watching. So I think the lead-up was definitely a little bit different, you know, um, a little bit less time to prepare for the season. I think that was, you know, the bigger the bigger problem with everything. But at the same time, uh, you know, as soon as football starts, football starts. You know, it's a, you, know you, you have to flip the switch and you have to, you know, realize, okay, if, you know, I need to, you know, make the right reads. I need to make the play because, you know, if you don't, you lose, and nobody wants to lose. Tell me about your development now. What are the coaches telling you? Where's the growth for you? What do you got to work on? What do you got to improve on? So I think one of the bigger things that I have necessarily need to work on is um, getting my eyes in the right place during the play. I think that a lot of the times I know I know what to say and what to read um, pre-snap, but I think that the bigger problem for me has been uh, – you know, just making sure that I get my eyes to the right people during the play, like in the midst of everything that's going on. And, uh, you know, obviously it's, you know, easier said than done, but uh, something that, you know, I try to, you know, keep my eyes on and, uh, you know, keep learning from. Tell us about this Mercer offense that we're going to see on Saturday. I know Coach Wright said a little while ago, he said this is a, it's a combination of, of Wofford and the Citadel and Furman all rolled into one. Give me your take on it. So it, it definitely is that, but uh, the good thing is, is that, you know, we played all those teams, you know, so we played all those teams and, you know, we have, you know, some great calls in place. So we'll be able to uh, execute, execute uh, what we need to do. 
Good luck, man. All Thank right. you. I appreciate that. Chattanooga and Mercer Saturday at high noon from Finley Stadium. We hope to see you there. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying until next time, so long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.